It's time for another episode of the Filter Not Included podcast, presented by Big Screen Sports. Introducing your hosts, Timmy Buns Bonnet, Maddie B. Brisson, Eric Westy Westman, Brock the Boss Earl, and Gavin G. Baby Turnick. We are at conference final championship time here in the NHL. It's time to talk a little conference finals. We have the Edmonton Oilers playing the Colorado Avalanche, the best of the West, and we have a potential series of either the Carolina Hurricanes or New York Rangers. They're playing game seven right now as we speak. Rangers are up 2-0 near the end of the second period against the eluded, tough Tampa Bay Lightnings. Sarge, before we record, it's great to see you. You have a hoodie with no shirt underneath. What's the move there for? Is it summertime? Is that the summertime move for you? Well, it's, uh, I've got central air. So okay. I came in from outside um, where, it's a, where it was nice and warm. So when I come into my house, I just put the hoodie on. As you notice, the pecs are out. They're popping, um, you know, doing a little dance for you there. And um, that's just the way I roll because uh, it's nice and cool in the house. And when you guys are sweating at night trying to fall asleep, I, uh, I've got my flannel sheets on because uh, I like to have my house around 16. So 16. God, you're old. Yeah, that's an yeah. old person move for sure. It's either really hot or really old, An old person move, they like it around 30. You wait, go to an old folk home and see what it's like there. Well, don't worry. My dad turns it down to 16. It's just because he wants to save money sometimes on the heat. So uh, there you he'll, go. Do that. he'll do that <laughs> in the winter. So, uh, Sarge, I have a trivia question for you. Uh, I want to see if you can get it. If not, Brisson is also joining us. Uh, he hopefully can answer as well, but uh, we have a potential matchup here where all four conference final teams have a first overall pick. It'll be the second time ever in NHL history. So if the New York Rangers defeat the Carolina Hurricanes today, there will be four conference final teams with four first overall picks. Can you name all four first overall picks? Stamkos uh, for the Lightning. McKinnon, did he go first overall? Was it McKinnon? Um, and then, well, McDavid, or I, I could even throw out Nugent Hopkins as well, um, okay. because he was the first overall pick. And the Rangers, a first overall pick? Yeah, all first overall picks. All first overall picks. If you need to, you can phone a friend. I don't know if Prasad knows it, but you could phone a friend. I cheated. I had to Google excited. Oh, I'm going to, Maddie, don't say anything. Um, maybe you did. I've got my hearing aids and didn't hear anything. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh, Rangers haven't had a first round pick in quite a while. Savannah, Jad, I don't know. Lexi Lafreniere. Oh, in 2022, that is no chance. So it's one of those that I brought it up. Oh. It's, a, it's a good oh. trivia question for just to get into the spirit of NHL. But it's also one of those that for me, I've noticed one game in the regular season, the Rangers playing 
and they showed Lafreniere. And I just said to myself, I'm like, that is the most forgettable first overall pick, like hyped first overall pick of all mm-hmm. time. Cause he was very hyped up, got drafted to the Rangers. And I've pretty much never heard his name until that one game. Now he's in the playoffs. They have the stat, but he is a pretty forgettable first overall pick. So that's a tough one. Nope. Jake, Jake's pretty good at trivia stuff. And he, he knew Lafreniere cause he talks about how he's forgettable too. So don't, don't, don't get upset with yourself. That's a tough one. He's, he's been doing okay in the playoffs. So hasn't he? Like he's doing enough. He's doing enough that people can talk about the first overall pick trivia because they don't, they don't all forget about him. So there you go. So let's get right into it. We got the Oilers and the Avalanche. This is what the people are waiting for. We have the McDavid and the McKinnon. There's obviously the storyline right there. So Brisson, let's start with that storyline as I'm sure that's the big one going into uh, this series. What does McDavid McKinnon mean to you as a, uh, a fan of the NHL and a, a casual viewer? Like Connor McDavid, is, he's been absolutely bonkers this year in the playoffs. It's been incredible to watch. Um, but McKinnon also has the ability to take over games. And I think that this series is going to come down to, to whose depth is going to perform better because I don't know if you guys saw this earlier, but McKinnon had a, he was obviously at a press thing with, with all the media and he was asked kind of basically the same question, Brock. And what he said is he's not really thinking about that a whole lot. Obviously I see this stuff. Hopefully that gets more viewers and lowers escrow, but other than that, I don't care. So that's a, that's a great quote from him because he just wants to make more money because because of, because of the COVID years, the NHL players have taken a hit on how much they make, but also he's, very not wrong like this team this is going to be a lot a lot of a difficult series for both of these guys like Oilers at plus 215 and Avalanche at minus 260 that's you can't bet on the Avalanche but I'd tell I'd I'd venture as far to throw some money on the Oilers here I already have them to win the cup in the in the conference so those bets are looking good but you know I might throw a little bit more because last round was very generous for me George, what do you think? McDavid McKinnon, you got the two young studs. What's the uh, old person review on that one? Well, having watched McDavid perform, uh, you know, when, when they played Calgary in game one, and of course it was a shootout, and McDavid brought them back. They didn't win, but he brought them back. And then the start of game two, McDavid, um, I mean, he did it against L.A. too, but it just seemed that everybody on the team, when, when Connor was going, they just said, we got to help him. Like, it, it was, I don't know if they were sitting on the bench embarrassed, but because last year he called everybody out. Uh, after they left Winnipeg and Forest Raid, he called everybody out. Um, he was so frustrated, um, and this year, everybody's picked their game up. Um, it's just been, it's just been crazy to watch him play. I've, I've watched a lot of hockey and I will tell you, I watched Bobby Orr when Bobby Orr was young and had two good legs and he would go through a team and it would just be like everybody else is standing still. Gretzky did that a couple times, but it wasn't every game. McDavid, um, the guys are bigger, faster, um, stronger. And to watch him go around people like 
and you know like people are just like they're standing still they're right on top of him and he just gets away from him mckinnon um he's speed he's strong um and he's a stud but i'm sorry i have never ever seen a hockey player like Connor mcdavid and and i mean i've watched him play this year but i've never seen his, his level he went from a 10 to a 12 you know 10 out of 10 to a 12 out of 10. like Anybody that says he's he isn't the greatest hockey player in the world, I, I want to, you know, because he's that was just incredible. Uh, this is going to be a hell of a series because both teams have got a whole lot of, and, and it's going to come down to goaltending. Can Smith stay hot? That that's what it comes to. And um, who's who's in net for? Uh, Kemper, Darcy Kemper. Yeah, Darcy but Kemper, his, yeah. his he seems to have cured from his eye, you know, because he he came out in the in the first game there, um, missed the game, and then he, he was back, lost. But you know, he's picked his game back up. Did he really have a whole lot of Smith? The last game looked like he was fighting the puck, but he you know he managed to stop stop it when he needed to. I'm just I got to go Oilers. I, I've got to go Oilers, but it's go six or seven. Well, Sarge, you know, obviously, I've said it a few times already, but you're old, right? So you might know Bill Ranford back in the day, right? The I remember movie. Billy Ranford. Bill yeah. Ranford. We say the word, we say the name Bill Ranford in the Withrow household 14 times a game because Mike Smith is Bill Ranford. For all you other old people out there listening, Bill Ranford flopping around. Yeah. Just picture a 1980s version of Mike Smith, because that's what Bill Ranford was. So well, uh, actually, Mike, for, Mike Smith always looks like he's fighting the puck, but he also looks like he's fighting his own body because his body's doing one thing and his brain's trying to do another, it seems like. Well, Grant Fuhrer was your typical flip-flop and fly goaltender yep. as well. Um, if you watch any of the highlights of the saves he's making, um, like the goalies now, just with the equipment and their size, there's so many shots that they just take straight in the chest, you know, um, just the way the pads turn and everything. And I played in the pads that Fuhrer was wearing. And I mean, he, uh, he was like a flip-flop and fly goaltender. And he, um, he finally picked it up late, later in his career. Um, he's extremely athletic, but I just think that, like Smith, like it, like you say, I've never seen anybody fall forward towards a puck and make it's a crazy. Save. It's crazy. Helmet first. Helmet first. The puck. That's just yeah. It, it's the weirdest thing. But uh, I got a couple things here on this series. So it, it's a perfect quote to tie into this series. We got the Oilers Avalanche, and we have McDavid McKinnon. Right? People have been talking about it. So I'm going to quote The Office for you. The TV show The Office on Netflix. Everybody knows it. Steve Carell all those people. So Andy Bernard or Ed Helms as the actual uh, real life actor said, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. So that quote, I need you guys to think of this entire series. I'll read it again. I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. Now, what I mean by that is you have to appreciate being able to watch Connor McDavid on a nightly basis. Now, you have to appreciate it because once it's gone, you'll probably never see it again. You'll be like, oh, I miss the days of watching McDavid fly up and down the ice and 
you know, just lead his team to victories and the things he did in the playoffs. Right. So appreciate it. Cause I have, I've tried to every single night I've watched the Oilers because one day he's going to go away and it'll be another 40, 50 years. It probably seems like tell a guy can do what he does kind of the same as the Wayne Gretzky. So it's one of those, you add the fact that McDavid and McKinnon kind of two of the highly touted players in this league, the two young stars, you know, you could throw Matthews in there if you really wanted to, but McKinnon and McDavid are playing in a playoff series. It might be the only one ever that they line up with just based on how they do in playoffs. So we have to really appreciate the fact that we get to watch McDavid and McKinnon, two of the best players in the league right now, play each other. So make sure you make sure you know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. Folks, we have Oilers Avalanche, McDavid McKinnon. We are in the good old days right now. So appreciate it. The other good I'll thing I have to say. Let you know if that's true. Because I yeah. watched Bobby Ware play against Guy Lafleur. Okay. So. All right. Well, like I said, you're old. Okay. Give give us this. Okay. We're young people. We need this. There you go. Okay. The other thing here, because I do my research on this podcast. The only injury listed here uh, on the NHL app is Samuel Gerard uh, of the Colorado Avalanche defenseman is out with a chest injury. He had that, I believe, in the blue series. Maybe it was the one before that. I could be wrong. So he's out for this series. And here's a name you probably haven't heard in a while, but he's been out the entire season. Oscar Clefbaum is still listed on the injury report. So there's just a little uh, throw flashback Monday for you that Oscar Clefbaum is still listed on the IR. So Oscar Clefbaum, we miss you. You know, we wish you could be a part of it. Any chance him playing? Sorry? Any chance that Clefbaum could play? Uh, I haven't heard from my boy Bob Stoffer about any rumbling, so I'm sure we're the only podcast in the world that has mentioned uh, Oscar Clefbaum being listed on the injury report because most people forgot about him. So, Oh, if he had a flight booked, you know, Bob Stoffer would be out there tweeting about it for eight straight hours because that's the type of guy he is. But I think you're right, Brock. Like the that quote you gave, like it, the thing that kind of hits me is like this team is a lot more complete than previous years and i'm speaking about the oilers obviously because i don't watch the avalanche because they're in fucking denver colorado but when you looked at the like obviously i followed the flames oilers series a lot closer than i did other series and so on and so forth but matthew kachuk and all the flames kept on saying we let one guy beat us a few nights in a row we let one guy beat us we let one guy beat us and it is completely not true. Like Drysaddle's second playoff scoring, Kane leads in the playoff goals, Hyman has six goals in 10 games, and Smith's got a 930 save percentage. So that's not even mentioning 97. So I don't know what these people are talking about, but like they're delusional. And keep thinking, keep keep thinking that it's just Connor McDavid beating you and it'll end up biting you in the ass because the game after Kachuk said that, Nuge went out, had two big goals, including the game winner. So, Well, maybe what they meant by that is when Connor raised his game, everybody else, like, let's get serious. I've, you haven't seen the Oilers, the rest of them, play like that on a consistent basis. One, maybe one or two here and there, but let's, like, Dreisaitl on one leg. Um, he... You could tell he was hurt in the one game and the next game is like, okay, well, where's your injury? You, you know, Hyman, where, like, where were you all year? Kane, what an incredible addition to the team, get a power forward like that. And Nugent Hopkins, that he's just the sneakiest son of a bitch. The only guy, and I mean, the only guy that I have really 
enjoyed watching and complaining about is um, Paul Viarvi. Um, all I'm, I'm gonna, I would like to phone him and tell him, cut a little bit of your stick off and sharpen your skates, okay? <laughs> he just, I don't know, he looks like a deer on ice. You know, he, he does, looks, he looks like, like Bambi. Yeah, I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys remember this play in this uh, the series against the Flames, but there was like he was in front of the net. Somebody passed him the or he had the puck and he fucking he completely panicked. I don't know if you guys remember that specific play. I do because I pick on Pujarvi too. I just think he's been the biggest waste of space on the ice. Like I'm sure there's been, like he's blocked some shots. So like I've watched him sometimes when he's on the ice and he's done some shot blocking and getting for the net right so he's not completely useless but in terms of handling the puck there was one moment in the flame series can't remember what game but he just break he had the puck and it looked like he hadn't touched it all year because he did not know what to do with it <laughs> yeah i, I think that's that that's yeah, i know exactly what you're talking about and i think that's what you get from pulley rb is like it's like a good defenseman in the nhl you either notice because they had a good player or a bad play but a great defenseman is just always there always never gets walked you never look at you're never looking at his numbers he's always in the right spot and that's kind of to me what Pugliarvi is like when I don't notice him out there I'm like that's fine because he does play a little bit more defensively like you said or actually he's got a nine foot stick and yeah. he is like <laughs> he is like Bambi out there but I mean if that's what you get from Pugliarvi this playoff run so be it as long as he doesn't because he, he can't kill you but he can sure hurt you in many, many ways. But you have a good yeah. point there on 97, though. I actually think that I actually think that if he point. takes if he takes one penalty this series, like he might be a scratch. Like it, it could be over. Like that could be he's on the fence. And he's like, as long as he doesn't cost the team anything, you know, like a costly turnover in the neutral zone for a breakaway or a penalty, I think he's fine. Just just well, blend. Is a turnover because you gave the puck up or because it came at you and hit you in the skate and you were looking around for it. And you couldn't find it because um, your visor sits so high in your head and you're kind of got double vision there because it cuts in half. And, but you know what? God love them. I have never, ever seen anybody. It, it, you you could have had a peewee player out there to score the goal that Pulvi Arvey did. And they that kid wouldn't have had the smile on his face that, that he, he went over to the bench and he was so happy. I'm sure he pissed his pants. So he was just excited and I felt good for him. I felt really good for him because he's on the ice for a reason. I don't know what it is, but the Oilers coaching staff do. So, and they're winning. So I'll shut my mouth, but people um, watch them, watch them. It's good for, it's good for chuckle. It is. Good. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good uh, blood pressure reliever when you just watch him skate around and be like, you know what? That's, and I, I love Puyarvi. Like, I don't hate the guy. I just think he's been completely useless, but it's also funny watching him, you know, have a rough shift and then the camera pans to him and his helmets, you know, four quarters of the way up his head. And it's just like, it just, he's good for a good chuckle, right? Like maybe that's why he's on the team. He's just, he's the guy you can look at and be like, you know what? Look at this guy. He's licking his lips and his helmets way up his forehead. Maybe that's why he's on the team. Good, good team morale guy. You need a couple of those, right? So yeah, he must be last, great. The last thing I got on this series, we'll move on. Uh, at this moment, after the second period, the Rangers are winning three nothing against Hurricanes. So we'll we'll do our predict or our preview as the Rangers and Lightning. Uh, last thing on the Oilers Avalanche, I want to ask you guys each. I'm gonna start with you, Brisson. I haven't heard anything about it. Maybe you know the Bob Stoffers and Jack Michaels. The word I've already mentioned it, or maybe a Mark Spector of Sportsnet. But do you think? 
going to Colorado and playing in the mile high is going to affect the Oilers at all? Do you think that's a, a factor that people need to consider? Or do you think playoff hockey, they won't even notice? I think playoff hockey is just so goddamn hectic that you, you don't realize things like that. But you, you do have a good point. Maybe there is an impact there. Maybe there isn't. But I know that the Oilers did the good old-fashioned fly down to Vancouver and then bus across so they don't have to do the deal with the COVID shenanigans that are apparently still happening. So, um, yeah, they just got there last night. So they practiced today and they'll practice tomorrow morning, morning skate, and then guess it's go time. <laughs> yeah, that's I haven't thought about that. Good point. Sarge? No, I uh... – I don't know. Um, I'm sure. If, I, I'm sure it'll come up, um, depending on how the play is. If they lose, it's going to be an excuse. Or like I shouldn't say it'll be an excuse. Uh, they won't use it as an excuse, but somebody will bring it up, like some sportscaster, uh, you know. So, and, uh, I'm sure it'll come up. But you know, oh it, yeah, if the Oilers, That's a good point, actually. If the Oilers are trailing going into the oh, yeah. third period. Yeah. Kevin Biak says just going to fucking be spitting that out every two they seconds. On their legs, the legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I want it on the record here, filter not included fans. You heard it here first that Colorado playing in the mile high might affect the Oilers. I haven't heard yeah. it before. I want to be the first on the record. We don't do a lot here on the podcast, but that's what my claim to fame is, is that we mentioned Colorado on the mile high. Sorry yeah. for interrupting you there, Rexy. You're making some very good points tonight. I couldn't help myself. Oh no, that's okay. He's on it. The hoodie's nice and loose. There's no tight shirt. He's not in the mile high where that you know that shirt's cutting off his circulation. He's got a lot of free flowing ideas coming out of there. Uh oh. Oh wow. No. Okay. All right. Well, fully unzip zipper. On that note, if you have any comments, thoughts, and opinions on the Oilers and Avalanche series that are starting today, you're listening to this Tuesday tonight, six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Facebook and share your thoughts and opinions with us. We'll get you on the show. We can talk about the Oilers avalanche as the series goes on or send us an email, big screen sports, 2020 at gmail.com. That's big screen sports, 2020 at gmail.com. So we've talked to Oilers avalanche. That's a big one for us as Edmontonians here. Let's get on to probably what the inevitable one will be here in the Rangers and hurricanes. The Carolina hurricanes are dead and the New York Rangers have won game seven round of applause. Carol. New York Rangers are moving on to the conference finals. Way to go. The New York Rangers have done it. They've surprised everybody. They're the underdogs of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, and they will be facing the dreaded Tampa Bay Lightning. So, Rasan, starting with you, your first thought on New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning. What is the first storyline or thought that pops into your head with this uh, Eastern Conference series? I mean, the Leafs fans must feel somewhat vindicated here because they got taken out by Stamkos and the Lightning pretty early on, and I know they were salty, but the Oilers are the last team left. I won't talk about the Oilers right now. But, yeah, beat down by the Rangers tonight. Not looking good for Carolina Hurricanes fans. Not the way you want to show up in a game seven. But with that being said, the Rangers, like you mentioned, Brock are an electric team right now. A great time to get hot is game seven in the second round. So Rangers looking like they're moving on here. Um, what about a Rangers Oilers Stanley Cup? I think that would be entertaining. These other two teams can fuck off, even though I think we're on a crash course for Lightning Abs, but that would be entertaining. So that's that that's at least my thoughts. Rexy, what do you got? Well, 
last time I looked, uh, there's 13.27 left in the third. Um, I think the Boston Bruins um, and the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames have shown us that's plenty of time to score four goals, boys. Um, uh, the Bruins took out um, the Maple Leafs the one year uh, when they were down and it didn't take them long. So uh, I'm not going to count out the Hurricanes, but uh, I got to agree with you. Um, it's looking bleak. It's looking bleak. And the hey, Rangers, let's do this, Sarge. Since you're so uh, high and mighty on your Hurricanes, why don't you give us a Hurricanes Lightning preview? Because obviously that's that's the series you think is going to happen. Give us a Hurricanes Lightning. So we got both covered. I, I, did, I, did, I didn't say that was going to happen. Oh, come on. You had it holstered. I knew it. Come on. You had it holstered. You wanted your um, Bruins. You, you needed some reason I'm, to bring them up. So let's do Hurricanes Lightning from our boy Sexy Rexy. Give it to us. Okay. Lightning, take it. Um, just because the Hurricanes don't have the goaltending. Uh, I think everybody, um, you, you know, and, and Maddie, fantastic point. Leaf fans better feel vindicated. And I say better because if they start chirping about their team, then excuse me, you're not a fan. You're a fraud. Um, the Leafs played an incredible series against an incredible team that is the, defending Stanley Cup champions who are going for a three-peat. And I'm sorry. Um, that's just, that's, that's just garbage. Uh, you know, if the fans are whining, because I thought uh, I've never seen the Leafs play that well in a, uh, in a series before. And I was a little bit shocked. Hold on, time out. There we go. Maddie's chugging beer, people. So <laughs> I'm waiting for a burp, but it never came. Never came. So because nope. he's actually a gentleman. Had it been the old fart, you'd have heard it loud and clear. But tastes uh, like pepperoni pizza right now, though. Oh wow. <laughs> well, you know what? You should try just bite me meals. So, but anyway, um, before I go on, be, before I go on to that uh, topic, um, I really think I think the Rangers will do it, uh, just because. Uh, They've, they've got that toughness um they've got, and and stalls getting old i had called i had called uh carolina to win um because of roddy brindamore behind the bench and, and just that style that he comes out there with but i think uh the older fellas like aho and and whatnot they're, they're just a little bit tired um and and that means something uh that age uh it wears you down especially in the playoffs and i i've been watching their series and it's been back and forth, back and forth. And the Rangers just seem to come out of nowhere. They do. They just come out of nowhere and, and they bite you. Um, they've got some, some pretty, uh, pretty good players there. And that, that, uh, the young goalie, uh, I, I can't say his name. I can't. Kisterskin or whatever, isn't it? Um, it is spelled uh, something like it, that. It's Shesterkin. Yeah, a bunch of vowels and consonants yeah. and weird succession. Um, yeah, he's just, you know, 31 shots tonight so far. And he's been doing it all year for the Rangers. And, and his players have even said it. They said, we know we can go up the ice. And, and that makes a difference when your goaltender's playing on. Uh, Vas Vasilevsky, um, another top-end goaltender. Um, uh, Shesterskinen. Um, I'm not even going to try Rangers goalie. We'll just call him RG. 
Um, he's he's had a great year and he's having uh, an incredible playoff. So I think we're gonna we're gonna see, but I just I can't see anybody getting past that powerhouse uh, the Lightning just because they've got they've got too much too much strength. Well, you know what though, Rexy. You, <laughs> Caroline, it's 4-1 now. Yeah. yeah, I just saw that, looked over at the phone, 4-1, and what do we got left to play? 11:49. boy, I t- it's just a Brock. You you jumped out and said, it looks, they're on their way. They're on their way. And and Maddie right away, what does he say? It's looking like. Not it is, but you know what? That's why you're the boss, Brock. You yeah. make those crazy, wild predictions, and for some reason, a lot of them stick. This one? You know what? Here comes my prediction. Rangers hurricane, or not Rangers hurricane. It is going to be 5-4 in overtime for the hurricane. They're winning at home again. There it is. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. That's what I'm talking about. Way to go. And if it happens, Brock. Uh-oh. Here, here's what's going to happen. Um, okay. You're going to come and do a workout with me. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, already thinking, I'm already thinking of how many months off of work I'm going to take just because of the injuries I'll sustain. No, in my, uh, you will not. I recovery. promise. I promise I'm the type of trainer. You will not get hurt. However, you'll be stiff and sore the next day. That's a given. You'll feel good when you're done. You George, won't I'm feel sore good right now. And I've been sitting for the last hour. So yeah. I'm sure you'll yeah. break me. You'll break my spirit. The one, the spirit that's already broken walking in the building, you'll break it. Here's a storyline for you guys, and I'm going to stay on the Rangers are playing the Lightning, although for the fans out there, we'll get a good video of me and Sarge working out because that'll be just pure heaven for people that aren't oh, a fan of the Bulls. 5-1 five, five, for the Rangers. Yeah, I just saw that. Oh, I think five, it's under one. review, though. What the under, hell is going on here? Under review. Uh, so I'm going to say Rangers Lightning. Uh, a big storyline that kind of caught my attention just thinking of the Rangers playing the Lightning is Gerard Gallant. The guy who started uh, as a head coach for the Vegas Golden Knights and then got snipped after he took them to the Stanley Cup final in their inaugural season, losing to the Washington Capitals and my Alexander Ovechkin, of course, because I'm a big OV fan. And then the next year they uh, either failed or lost in the first round. I can't remember. They either didn't make the playoffs or lost in the first round. And then he gets kicked to the curb and ends up in the New York, ends up in New York. So uh, Brissano, I'll pass things off to you first is, is this Gerard Gallant's, uh, I'll call it recovery tour? Is this the chance where, you know, maybe he writes the ship and takes a team to the Stanley Cup Finals in the Rangers, beats the Lightning, and maybe this is a chance to hoist the trophy? I hope so. I mean, he did well with Vegas, and he took – didn't he take Vegas to the Cup Finals? Cup Final or, 2018 against the Capitals, yep. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, NHL coaching, I think, is different than many other places, like – being an MLB coach, like you can be pretty consistent based on where you go, but the NHL, I think you need to have a more intravenous approach where you know when to push and when to pull and on what to do. So, so I hope that they, I hope that he does well. I never struck me as a bad guy. I still do like vividly remember this is weird. just came to my mind, but the videos of him getting in the blacked out SUV to take him to the airport after he got fired in Vegas. Do you remember those in the paparazzi was just like, this is like Hillary Duff right now. And they were taking photos of him and shit. Like the guy just got fired. It's not like have some respect. It's not like he just left rehab. He just got fired. That everybody happens to everybody. 
exactly or had one too many like martinis but yeah <laughs> it's it's unfortunate i hope that i hope the best for him you know i just hope it, it better not come at the oilers fucking behest or i'll lose it <laughs> sarge any any way that you see the rangers beating the lightning and moving on to the stanley cup final if so what would be that reason their tenacity they don't stop um, and that's one thing I, I've, I've noticed about the Rangers. Uh, if if they're down six to one, they don't stop. They don't think about game the next game. They go, boys, look at, you know, we got five minutes left in the game. We can score five goals. Uh, and they just keep coming. They keep coming. Um, and they roll, you know, they're rolling three pretty decent lines. Their first two are um, are pretty good. And their third line, um, is doing great. They've got a first round draft pick and Lafreniere and yep. uh, he's got an assist uh, tonight. Um, yeah, he, he's got one assist tonight and, uh, and a shot on net. Uh, they're getting scoring um, top to bottom, you know, and that's, that's an important thing that when you, when you're not counting on, you know, four guys, Five guys, but all of a sudden eight or nine show up. That that's uh, that's important. So, uh, but the Lightning do that too. And I've always said uh, defense, defense, defense. And Victor Hedman to me is just one of the top defensemen in the league. He's definitely top three in the league. So, all right. So we've obviously talked both series. Uh, we're going to say it's the Rangers and Lightning and the Oilers and Avalanche obviously is already set. So we have our conference final set. Uh, let's recap what our puck the picks predictions were last week. So our puck the picks. Puck them. Puck them, Sarge. I went one and okay. three. I went one and three because I went Lightning. I picked Hurricanes, Flames, and Blues, so I went one and three. Sarge, you went two and two. You had the Avalanche and the Lightning. You also had the Flames and the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And Brisson, you had the Oilers and the Lightning, the only guy picking the Oilers. And you also went two and two. So we're all very close. Nobody went four and oh, three and one to stand up the rest of us. So we all had average. I had a below average prediction uh, playoff run there. So our puck. What you get, though, here. Brock? That's what you get. Yeah, you and Rexy, two above average guys, you are just like slightly below the median. So. Yeah, slightly overweight, below average. Oh, is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what you meant, right? Yeah. So, uh, one and three. I went bold prediction. Blues didn't work out. Hurricanes, that was the pick. We all picked Hurricanes. Uh, and Rexy actually picked the Hurricanes, as uh, spelled here by Rasan in the graphic. Not the end of the world. Rasan will give you a break there. Uh, we all had lightning, so we all had one guaranteed win. And uh, uh, Rexy and I picked the Flames. Rasan had the Oilers, so... Uh, one and three for myself, two and two for my other uh, gentleman here joining me on this conference finals preview show. So we had Puck the Picks, our predictions for the conference finals. Oilers Avalanche. Sarge, we're going to start with you. What do you got? Oilers Avalanche. Wait, wait, no, no, Brock. I had an idea. On three yep. or on one, let's all say who we're going to take. Okay. So that way no one has an advantage. Okay, sounds good. All right. Oilers Avalanche on uh, counting down from three. Three, two, one avalanche. Oilers. So we got two oilers and you've got the av, Brent, uh, Brock. Yep, sounds good. All sounds right. Good. Yep. 
I uh, I picked the Flames last series. I was wrong. I can't flap flop over the Oilers. I really want them to win. I'm going to root for him. My brother, if he listens to this, which I know he won't because he doesn't respect the Phil Kernel Included podcast, he's not going to listen to it, but he's going to say you hate the Oilers because you didn't pick them. No, I'm just trying to make a smart gambling prediction prediction, right, on the Avalanche are the better team. So I think they're going to win. But you have hey, two Oilers, um, one Avalanche. And and what's okay, Brock, uh, how many games? say five wow yeah i just wow i don't know i uh i have this sickening feeling that mile high jinx buddy i have this sickening feeling all i can picture is the oilers couldn't play any better against the flames and the flames couldn't play any worse against the oilers and obviously it went you know that that's just how that series went in five i uh I just I don't see that working out. I think the Oilers' flaws in terms of the depth scoring will come true. Smith will be a full Bill uh, Ranford, and it'll be hard to watch. And the Avalanche will just be the complete team that they've been all year, and they'll show the Oilers real quick who the Western Conference champs are. That's I hate to say it. That's that's just my. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, people. I want to go for one of that. I want you to know that. I hope I'm wrong. And Maddie, were you betting with your heart or with your head? Uh, heart, uh, very, very much on my heart. Um, okay. But, you know, I do think the Oilers are, I think they're a good team. And I said this last time we recorded, you don't ever bet against Connor McDavid. And now apparently Mike Smith has figured out how to play goalie. Because the most important part is don't pass the puck to other, the other team right in front of your net. So he's got that down pat. He's got a 930 save percentage. All Smith steals a game mcdavid can steal a game and then god help us from there but we will get to four wins and we will get to four wins in six games what do you think Westy or rexy fuck me <laughs> oh yeah fuck me is right Westy. oh my god i think i got a few <laughs> so um um i, I, I take a with... bath with a toaster tonight after that one yeah. fuck me i i bet with my head um because, of course, uh, everybody listens to podcasts knows I'm a Bruins guy. Oilers number two, but uh, I bet with my head just because of what I saw. The way that McDavid raised his game and made everybody else raise their game, and I just think he can do it again. Um, and he can he can do it enough. Uh, at and Dave, the Oilers have a lot of talent. I'm not saying that the Avalanche don't, but the Oilers got some incredible talent. Um, and it's it's time for them to shine. And and let's see what happens. Um, if they if they make it to the Stanley Cup finals, that's a whole, whole different um card of apples just because of the way it goes. But I'm gonna say that uh I'm with you on six, six games. That's that's what I was thinking. Oilers and six. All right, let's go. So we got our predictions there. Let's do our bold predictions, starting with you, Matty Bieberson. What is your bold prediction for the Oilers Avalanche series? It worked last time. I'm going to run it back. Mike Smith goal, empty netter. It worked last time. I mean, we won the series. He didn't, I did not hit the pick. Yes, you're correct. Sarge, what do you got? Bold prediction. Landis gets a hat trick in one of the games. 
You want and all right, let's you know, let's run it back. Let's just for the people. What game? Because we had Mangiapani game five hat trick. Oh well. scared the first goal for the Flames, and I could not have been happier for Sarge thinking, oh my god, he might actually do it. Did he not get two in the first game? Two? Uh yeah, he did, I think. It was the yeah. first or second game, I believe. He got, he got he more got, than one. I do remember he that. He got yeah. two in the first game. And I was waiting to get that that hat trick. And that's I don't I'm surprised play. you didn't text me too, you little bugger. I thought for well, sure you'd be I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I wait till it happens. Okay. I that's fair. Because happens. even Mangiapani scored the first goal in game five. I'm like, why is Sergeant not even just calling me right now and being like, Are you watching this? Oh, trust me. Trust me. I thought about it. <laughs> as soon as you All right, do, so we got, got you got Landis Cog hat trick. What game? Because he had Three. he had in six, right? Okay, they're in. Uh, it's going to be game two. Game two. Okay. Yeah. Game so two. So in in Colorado. Of course, because okay. there's no way he can do it in Edmonton. Because the Oilers won't have their legs because they won't be used to the you know the altitude, right? Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll and it won't hit them till game two. Okay. That's All the right. game you're losing, and then they take the next three. Okay. I, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'll, I'll keep prefacing this. I love my Oilers. I'm going to root for them until the day I die. I'm going to scream at my TV when Mike Smith plays a puck questionably. I'm going to scream at my TV when Puyorvi handles a puck, but I'm also going to scream when McDavid and Dreisaitl score on a power play. I root for my Oilers. But my bold prediction for the series is Darcy Kemper will have two shutouts. That's my bold prediction. Uh, guys like Kale McCarr and that defensive line or defensive line football uh, defensive. Uh, I guess the defense will just absolutely shut him down for a couple games. And I think Darcy Kemper will stand on his head and he'll be the real MVP of the conference finals. He'll be talked about and he'll be the reason they make it to the Stanley Cup final. So I'll say two shutouts, but huge, huge for the Oilers, Oilers on my back, on my front, on my ass, on my cock, Oilers all the way. Okay. Let's get into the Rangers and Lightning. As obviously it's still five one at this moment, right, Person? And we got a we got a five one score. Any updates there, uh, Sarge? Still five no, one. I got the goals counted. We did have the, the goal count. It's five one. You're listening to this. It's already over, but we have five one as of the time of recording. Four thirty one left. Yeah, uh, it's over. Sarge, do you think a comeback? Four minutes. Bruins could no. do it. Bruins no. could do it. Well, the Bruins. Listen. I don't know if you guys, if I, I let anybody know this, but uh, early on, <laughs> it's uh, about uh, three days before the playoffs started. Uh, Patty gave me a call, said he wanted to enjoy his summer. Uh, so he and March are coming out. They're going to sit in the deck, hang with Hunter Man and yep. myself. I'm going to smoke some ribs and whatnot. And they were wondering if I could do my famous chicken wings. I said, I'll do those too. <laughs> and, um, um, they were talking about Dave coming, but uh, he went he went overseas, and, and everything. So that that's it. And um, they also said that they were going to head down to bite me meals, and uh, you, you know get on a meal meal program just for the summer, so they can stay in shape for uh, the season. So Sarge, Sarge, what is uh, bite me? You want to elaborate a little bit more there? What it's actually just bite me, just bite me. Uh, and as you can see on the shirt, it says healthy meal prep. Uh, just, um, I just got, uh, my, uh, my sweetheart, Stacy and my buddy, Danny, uh, own it and they run it and just, uh, he's my training partner and, um, she's my favorite barrel racer. 
And um, so, so there you go. Uh, for those of you who uh, watch Yellowstone um, and Noble <laughs> Barrel Racers, she's not like that at all. And she, uh, she actually won $20,000 at one rodeo last year, but uh, they do a healthy meal prep and they, uh, they set up meal um, programs for people and whatnot if they want, but uh, just online at uh, Just Bite Me, uh, Just Bite Me Meals on Google it and the menu's there and you can order it. So they're really good, good food. And it's actually tastes good. That's the thing. It's not just, you know, like, oh, I'm eating sawdust and everything. I really enjoy them. I like them. And don't so, worry, folks, in case, obviously, you can see Sarge right now, but the XL shirt he's wearing is clinging to his body like uh, it's reaching for air and oxygen. So don't worry. The shirts fit, all right? Yeah, The clothing, the apparel, it fits as advertised. So you, mm -hmm. if you're a normal XL, you're an XL with Bite Me. So yeah. Sarge wearing an XL right now, it's clinging to its body. It's screaming for air. But that's normal for most people. So if you want to yeah. order some Bite Me gear, make sure you uh, order in the size you normally get. So uh danny stacy if you're listening obviously the boss would love uh some bite me shorts just get bite on the left ass cheek and me on the right ass cheek and uh oh that's God. something i would rep all summer when i'm working out and it could be one of those i'll rep it when uh you know if the if the hurricanes score four goals in four minutes i might be working out with uh sexy rexy here and maybe i'll wear my bite me shorts so uh, and, and, bite and me. if you're training with me you're training with danny too and uh we'll head over to the bite me uh over to the bite me gym Beautiful. Gym set up there, and uh, they got one tens for uh, dumbbells. So you don't need to use those, Brock. No, that's fine. I'll uh, I'll just move them out of the way when I'm using my fifties or sixties. All right. So uh, we uh, we have the Rangers and Lightning. Bold prediction time. Or no, sorry, series prediction time. Uh, Sarge, Rangers, Lightning. What do you got? Lightning in six. Son, what do you got? Oh, God damn it. Rangers in seven. Let's get weird with that. Whoa. Beauty. Okay. Love that pick. Just because I'm a bold man, you know the boss is bold. I'm going to say lightning in four. Ain't going to be close. Ain't going to be close. Rangers or lightning in four. See ya. Conference final suite. You never see it. Not a big. You know what? Let's do that. Let's do a little research. Brasson, look up the last conference final suite. Uh, as Brisson's doing that for me, I'm gonna look it up as well. Well, I know in 2008 that uh, LA uh, swept their conference final. Uh, sorry. So we, uh, as we're looking up the last conference final sweep, give us your bold prediction for the uh, Rangers and Lightning. I don't know if it's a bold prediction. Um. I was going to say Kucherov with a hat trick, but you know, that's kind of expected. Um, Zibanejad. Um, no, sorry. I'm going to go with uh, Hedman scoring two goals in one game. And one of them is the game winner. Like his two goals of his two goals. He gets a game winner out of it. Okay. Prasad, um, what do you got? Oh, this is this is a tough one. Is this is this the return of Steven Stamkos to being because all we've talked about, think about what we talked about last few hours. We talked about McKinnon, we talked, talked about McDavid. Does Steven Stamkos come out of the woodworks here and drop a touchdown in two games? 
three games maybe. Like, does he does he start putting pucks in the back of the net at a ridiculous rate to re-solidify himself as one of the premier players in the league? Sure, let's go with that. Give me 10 goals for Stamkos over that series. 10? Oh, yeah. okay. That is bold. I like it. Wow. Oh. Okay, 6-2 oh, two. Two right now, boys. I was six, just about to say it's 5-2, but it just went 6. <laughs> <laughs> they must have an empty net because uh, there's 252 left. So, oh man, um, bold prediction Rangers Lightning. All right, I'm gonna go super. Okay, Brisson inspired me to go super bold. My other one was just regular bold with Darcy Kemper getting two shutouts. I'm gonna go super bold, super bold. Yeah, uh, Victor Hedman to win the is there an MVP for the conference finals? They do that or is it just they probably have a stupid award with a sponsor tied to it. It's probably I'll, like I'll, okay. I'll well, my not official one will be Victor Hedman MVP. I don't know if they do conference final MVPs. Uh my other one will be that Braden Point will get a hat trick because I haven't done the hat trick one yet. I like the hat trick one, it's fun to root for. I'll say Braden Point hat trick anytime in the four games in the sweep. Uh Rasan, any luck finding uh conference final sweeping history? Because I am struggling here. Um, I do have one here. What the hell? Why is there two Eastern Conference? I think 2011 was the last time. 2011. Um, okay. I'm getting bad intel from my computer though. Okay. I was okay, trying to find me. it too. It is not easy. They uh they were pushing the Stanley Cup final sweeps very aggressively at my time or my search history. So uh, I wasn't loving that, but what else was coming up on your search history? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> That's the private mode. I found that one out the other day. Just kidding. No, I already knew about that one, of course. So we have our series predictions, our bold predictions. Now, Sarge, we have a special thing here to wrap up the show. We've got a few minutes left here. Uh, why don't you tell the folks about what our next episode is going to look like uh, coming here in this uh, coming few days? Well, we were, we were talking here. Um, we had uh, how I got involved with uh, big screen sports. Uh, just, uh, I listened, you know, I was listening to the podcast and everything. And one that really interested me and was a lot of fun was uh, Brock and the guys were uh, drafting a celebrity hockey team. Um, and I believe one of the, I think he went, third or fourth was the rock because i was thinking the rock and i kept saying you know i'm driving my truck i'm coming back from the farm or i'm going to the farm can't remember what it was and i'm going well nobody's taking chuck norris but then you know i thought well the kids don't know chuck norris and i mean if you've got chuck norris on defense guess what nobody's getting over the blue line uh, you know chuck norris toughest son of a bitch in the world and you know he beat up russia one year just he went over there and beat everybody in Russia up. But um, so I got a hold of Brock and uh, long story short, I got on the podcast because I had to, I had picked a team and whatnot. So um, we were, we were just chatting the other day on the phone. I said, Hey Brock, why don't we have a celebrity baseball team? Pick a celebrity baseball team. Um, you know, it's, we got to be celebrities. So we were trying to come up with a few rules um, obviously you're going to have your uh, position players and for pitcher Brock's at a starter, a reliever and a closer. So, you know, the way I count that, that's 11 people. And, 
just uh, you pick it, we'll draft it. And then I said, well, why don't we do um, put something out to the to the listeners and say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pick a team, um, you know, who's ever can make the podcast that day. We'll pick our team, draft our team. And if somebody can come up with a better team, how about a pair of Stinger, free Stinger basketball tickets to, to go watch a Stinger game? And, um, you know, because I apparently Brock's got, got some in there and he can get he can get some tickets for him and, and whatnot because he's the boss. And uh, he thought, yeah, why, why not? Let's, let's do it. So, folks, this is what's going to happen. We're going to come up with some rules and regulations. Uh, we're going to draft our team. It basically, it's 11 players. Um, we were saying that there's got to be four women per team, four or five um, female celebrities. Um, they can't have. You know what? Let's do this, Sarge. We'll do one, one outfielder, one infielder, one pitcher. Oh, for, for the female. For the female. So female. three at least. Oh. Okay, and think about it too. We got 12 because we'll have. Uh, Nine players, well, the pitcher, catcher, the infield, and the outfield. So there's nine. We'll have a DH, and we'll have a reliever and closer. So that should be 12, Holy right? Jesus. Is my math correct? Yeah. Yeah, your math is correct. You're throwing Yeah, so we'll have 12, days. at least a quarter of the women, right? We love and respect women on this podcast. We'll have three of them one in the infield, one in the outfield, one as a pitcher. And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, like uh, Serge was talking about, uh, we'll. We obviously want to hear from the listeners. Sarge is a product of sharing his celebrity hockey team. And it's one of the greatest voicemails I've ever received. It turned into a full-on phone call that lasted roughly 35 minutes of him fully in-depth explaining why Chuck Norris on the defensive line is a uh, a profit for a uh, celebrity hockey team. So <clears throat> he's a product of that. We all want to know what your celebrity hockey or baseball team picks would be. So our initiative for all of you listening to this point, we appreciate you listening as far as you have. If you uh, share your celebrity baseball team or even just share your thoughts on our celebrity baseball team, because that's just as important. We will give you two free Stingers, Edmonton Stingers basketball tickets to any uh, of the remaining home games of the eight games they have remaining. Obviously, as me working for the Edmonton Stingers, I have that clout now because I am a higher up authority I got a lanyard with a badge that says team staff. So, you know, that I'm working for the stingers and I got all the clout. They gave me tickets. So that's how we'll do it. But here's another thing too. You refer someone to the filter, not included podcast, and they share their thoughts on either our celebrity baseball teams, or they share their own celebrity baseball team. That will be four tickets for you and your friend or four tickets for yourself uh, to go to any stingers home games remaining this year. I'm telling you folks, my parents went, they had a blast. It's such a great environment. You're probably thinking I'm not a basketball guy. You do not have to be a basketball person to go watch a Stingers game. I'm telling you, I'm not a basketball person. I can't watch it on TV, but watching a basketball game in person will change your life. It, it's something, it's music's playing the whole time. The teams are good. The vibe is great. They got tons of free things going on in the games. This Edmonton Stingers make home games built for the fans to make the best experience possible. So share your celebrity baseball teams with us or critique our baseball teams. And we'll give you two free tickets. You refer a friend, we'll give you four free tickets on the boss. No problem. No questions asked. So make sure you do that. We'll get our rules and regulations sent out. We'll have a social media post as well. 
and we will get that celebrity baseball team episode out as soon as we can. We have some Edmonton Stingers people coming up as well on the podcast, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, boys, we got any other NHL uh, conference final talk? We did our previews, we did our predictions. Any anything else uh, looming in the uh, going into the Tuesday here where the Oilers play the Avalanche? Nothing for me. No, I got nothing either. Just cautious optimism here. It's going to be the next 48 hours of my life. So make sure you guys root nice and loud. Scream at your TVs. Scream at Pooh RV for not handling the puck. Scream at Smith for being a Bill Ranford and try to save the puck with his face. And go enjoy the Oilers and Avalanche. Like Andy Bernard said on The Office, I wish you could know you were in the gold old days before you were there. So thank you for listening. Tune in to us next time, early this week. We'll have our Celebrity Baseball Team episode out there. Thank you for listening to Filter Not Included. We love our fans. Thank you for joining us, Sarge. Bite me. Go check it out. Justbiteme.com. All the healthy meal prep. Maddie B, Sarge, thanks for joining me. And uh, thank you for listening to the NHL Conference Final Preview episode. Stay gold, boss. That was the Filter Not Included podcast. Brought to you by Big Screen Sports.